I'm not nervous. Who's nervous? What, what's happening? Entered and left. Oh, oh, caca. <laughs> <laughs> Well, welcome back to This, That, and the Other Thing. I'm Stephanie, along with my no clue what day it is, not given into any quarantine challenges yet, co-host Danielle. Hello. And this episode, we wanted to keep the positivity going, keep the mood light and fun, and thought what better way than to talk all things comedy. So joining us in our virtual studio, we have a very special guest. He's from Syracuse, New York, has been a regular opener for Brian Regan, and has appeared on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Please welcome comedian, podcaster, and fellow quarantiner, Stephen Rogers. Hey! <laughs> thank you guys for having me. Oh, thank you for joining us. We are delighted. Oh, I'm, I'm excited to be here. Well, I mean, in the virtual sense. Yeah, <laughs> in the virtual yeah. realm, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting in a cloth it's a closet oh, office. Oh, so, I've never I mean, heard that word. Wow. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> My husband, you know, he turned his, what is supposed to be a walk-in closet into an office. So there's like half clothes on one corner and then everything else is just office. So you got to put it together. I mean, there's worse rooms that you could pair an office with. So I think this is true. (laughs) I mean, while Danielle's sitting in our nice cushy studio, because it's in her basement. So Uh, oh, wonderful, a little little tiny space here. That's great. I'm (laughs) sitting in somebody's bedroom. So that's it's not even mine. Cool. That sounded way more risky than it should have. Uh, there's a whole bed bug situation. It's no big deal. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Yes. Oh, yes. That's right. So you're quarantining. You ended up moving from quarantine location. Yes. I've been a hermit this whole time. Uh, it's been, you know, it could be way worse, but uh, my girlfriend and I decided to quarantine together and it was going well, but then her room, uh, uh, her roommate got uh, bed bugs. So we got out of there yeah. and now we're thankfully staying at a friend of hers place, which was already uh, vacant. So, Oh, that's great. Yeah. And that's, is that in New York? Yes, we are in uh, New okay. York City. All right. That's good. And the bed bugs didn't follow you? No, no. They, uh, they didn't <laughs> want to tip in on rent. So they, they stayed where <laughs> they were squatting. <laughs> I don't blame it. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. So, you know, I have a question. I need to get this huge elephant out of the room, at least for myself. Sure. What is it like sharing a name with the world famous Captain America? <laughs> you know, I did not know I had that. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get it. I get it a lot. Um, it's always fun when people compare you to someone that doesn't exist. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even make it like uh, easier on myself because if I'm like, oh no, just call me Mister Rogers, I'm like, oh, I did it again. Uh, <laughs> it's um, it's very uh, interesting because I you you did it the right. There is no right or wrong way, but that you did it in the nicest way I've gotten. Because most uh, times I get it where people, uh, that's all they want to talk about. Like I know the guy uh, or. <laughs> uh, like I'm thankfully I'm a nerd, so I like I read the the comic books growing up, and I I, I saw the movies, so I could I can make conversation about it. But there's only so much I can do when they they're asking me about a guy 
that I'm not anything like. I I have <laughs> I had to write jokes about it just so people were satisfied because I would have people come up asking me afterwards if I knew. And one time I was on stage and this guy kept yelling Captain America until I addressed it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So <laughs> oh you're definitely the most polite person. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not it's not bad. I'm a I'm a Marvel fan, so it is kind of nice, but it's I always feel like when people are like, you know, you get people going, who's your favorite character? I feel like if I don't mention it, they, they'll, of course. you know, so it's, it's really limited me <laughs> in, a, in the most stupid sense of being limited. Well, you know, it's a, a fun fact about Danielle. Her husband's name is actually Bruce Banner. So, oh, right. <laughs> oh, wow. Man. I, uh, Not even close. Getting, you don't, don't want to get, get him angry. Fights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, but I mean, if you wanted him to like move anything around the house, you just got to piss him off. <laughs> yeah, no just... problem. <laughs> He'll move the whole house. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you were a superhero, what would your yeah. power be? Oh, wow. Now you just activated every nerd molecule in my body. <laughs> uh, is it bad that I thought about this more than world hunger? Uh, okay. Oh, uh, absolutely not. Probably not good, right? Uh, but... Uh, I always was fascinated with uh, teleportation because um, I don't like flying. <laughs> so I guess mm, I'm there I, with you. <laughs> not a big travel guy as much as uh, my job requires it. It is definitely the, the most frustrating part. So if I could just like think of the place and end up there, I'd love that. So, so we're leaning Nightcrawler in that respect. Love a Nightcrawler, man! That right. White House scene and <laughs> that White House scene in X Men Two, I could, I salivate mm-hmm. thinking about <laughs> it. It's amazing. Oh. Uh, yeah, definitely a Nightcrawler. Cool. I was, I wasn't sure what uh, which route you were going to go with that. I thought maybe with your the way you talk about anxiety, your and your podcast is called Panic Attacking. Maybe the pan, <laughs> the panic would be your name. But. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. If I had a, uh, if I had a, if I got superpowers every time I was nervous, I'd I'd be constantly active. So I don't know. <laughs> I think I'd, at that point I'd be more of a villain. Than yeah. I, oh, <laughs> the panic, wreaking yeah. havoc at all times. <laughs> yeah, he's the only villain that apologizes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys hate me. So great. <laughs> Well, like I said, anxiety is something you openly talk about in your stand-up as well as your podcast. Yes. Um, and kudos to you for discussing it. Thank you. How are you able to control or manage your anxiety when you're up there on stage, you know, alone in front of people, trying to make them laugh? Like, I'm nervous just thinking about doing that. So uh, It's interesting because uh, for me, I would say it's the least uncomfortable part of my day. Um, yeah, I would say it's where I want to be. It's what I want to do. Actually, right. You know, I mean, right now we're not, uh, hiding it. We're recording during, uh, a pandemic where I'm not allowed to go and perform in front of people Mm -hmm. live. This has been the more anxious time because I kind of go through, uh, with, it's, it's, uh, you know, I hate to say it this way, go through withdrawals. I, it's a big part of uh, my life and definitely 
maybe the few times I'm not anxious because it's I get to be myself and uh, somewhat have control because I know what I'm mm-hmm. I'm doing at this point. But uh, it was it was not always easy. It was very nerve wracking in the beginning. But I knew I wanted to do it, and I'm obsessed with stand up and and making people laugh. And uh, it didn't take long for uh, for it to feel comfortable because I was doing it all the time. Yeah, that's awesome. That was actually going to be my next question: is how the transition's been for you. You know, if it was, it's more difficult now, like because you're away from people. So being, you know, through a screen and stuff, it's probably a weird feeling without like an actual crowd. You know, like to kind of feed off. Yeah, it is. It is hard. I'd say. I mean, uh, last night I did a, a Zoom show uh, for the podcast. Panic Attacking is going to be doing these shows every. Uh, uh, second and fourth Saturday where we'll just have some stand-up for anybody that wants to participate and, and watch. And I think people, you know, they, they miss live entertainment already, in it, mm-hmm. it, which is nice to know that it, how much we needed it. Um, yes, so, especially nowadays. Yes. <laughs> so with the a Zoom show, like uh, I've done a few of them, not just the one uh, of mine where you can – you know, people are on, they can turn their mics on and, and uh, if regard, you know, hopefully there's no like TV in the background or anything. That's a new distraction <laughs> right. that you have to deal with. But like, if people are, are tuned in and, and uh, totally giving all their attention, it's as close as stand up as we can get right now. And I've been having fun. I'm, I have new jokes that I've been working on and it, it's, it's fun. It's like, it gives me something to do with my days is, is right for these new shows. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm getting a little bit of the fix, but nothing beats, you know, walking up a, a couple of steps onto a stage and, and taking the mic out of the sand. I miss that a lot. Oh, wow. That's gotta be a great feeling. Actually. It's, uh, yeah, <laughs> I know it was, uh, it's, I never thought I'd, I miss picking something up. Yeah, so, right? it's, it's so simple. <laughs> yeah, you think about it. Yeah, I mean, I uh, knew I, I was going to miss going to Target and picking <laughs> things up from there, but like, yeah, I mean, and, and microphones are super tricky. They're they're yes. not they're not like as simple as oh, it's like no, they're every mm-hmm. every single one is different. Yeah, yep. it's uh, boy, do I miss it. I, uh, <laughs> wow. but uh, I was going to record an album right around this time, and uh, that is obviously pushed back because unless I or to do it in my, uh, my claw office, uh, <laughs> there's really no way to pull that off. So it, you have to make do of with, with what you, you have during these times. I, I mean, I'm grateful. I, I'm not ill and nobody I, I know is right now. And That's right. so just, I, I get up, I try to write some jokes and, uh, find a, a group to tell them for. We're oh, here. That's really cool. We're here for it. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I don't think I won't sneak some in. So, <laughs> so uh, speaking of tuning into things, we know you were recently on the Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Yes. Um, how, so, how did that come about? Who reached out to who to get everything started? Oh man, I mean, I wish I could just reach out. Uh, I wish it was that easy uh, to to be like, "Can I be on TV?" Because <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. I would have been on years ago, but uh, <laughs> the way. It worked for me. Uh, you know, that's a big thing with stand-up is it's uh, everybody's path is different. That's a big part of, of how uh, comics can get frustrated because we all, it's not like, uh, you know, accounting where you just follow the simple 
maybe not simple path, but it's obviously what you have to do. You go to school and all that. So mm-hmm. when it came to late night I, and getting on TV, you never know how it's going to happen. You know, there's always this expression uh, saying like, you never know who's in the crowd. So, and that's definitely been a big part of my career because uh, I was doing a, a festival and the booker of the late show was uh, at the festival and she was in the audience and I, I went up and did stand up. And then as I got off, I knew she was, I found out she was in the audience before I got there and it's been my dream to do late night, but mm-hmm. um, I, uh, I have low self-esteem. So I did not think I was ready. And uh, I went up and did my set. And as I got off stage, there was a message waiting in my inbox uh, on Twitter saying, have you been on TV yet? And I almost like fainted right there. And, <laughs> oh, wow. and then I met with the booker the next morning for coffee and we talked about it and she uh, liked my anxiety stuff and uh, was hoping I would uh, want to do it for TV. And I had to pretend that it was um, <laughs> not the most important cup of coffee in my life. <laughs> and uh, yeah. and I was super grateful and excited. And, and then uh, I think, yeah, that was... September of uh, of uh, 2018, uh, no, August of 2018, and then in the f- in January 2019, I filmed. Wow, that's so quick. Yeah, and then it came out sudden. in June, <laughs> so that was the yeah. hardest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah waiting, waiting for that. that. Yes, <laughs> yes. They picked. They they're like, hey, let's let's take a guy with anxiety and then make <laughs> make him wait six months. Yep. To see if we're <laughs> even going to air it. <laughs> But I'm super oh, grateful, gosh. and it changed my life, and uh, I I'm just excited that I I you know I did a, a thing I always wanted to do. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. And Tori, yeah, I go ahead, Danielle. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I was gonna say, like, you know, in, in my world at least, there are very few people that can say that they actually like got to do something that they've always wanted to do like that. Right. It sounds really cool. It uh, it makes you uh, appreciative and, and grateful. Um, and less, uh, I'm, I, you know, when you're, when you're chasing your dream and, and, uh, you can see other people doing the same thing and it, and it's easy to, uh, to be a little, it lights the fire, but you got to make sure it, it lights it in the right way. Right. You don't want to mm-hmm. become jaded. You have to keep pushing forward. And exactly. And once a, now, now that you've reached that, you know, you can do more. So you got to just keep pushing, keep pushing at it. Yes. And I had a, a friend that I, I can talk about comedy till I'm, I'm blue in the face. And uh, I talked with this one comedian friend of mine and, and we were talking about how success uh, can affect the way you, you pursue the next thing. Because when you start stand up, all you're, you're thinking about is just becoming good at it. You, you, you see like my heroes were Ray Romano, Brian Regan, and like Ellen DeGeneres, and they're just amazing standups. And uh, you wanted to be that good. And then when you get something like a late night spot, that high of success can replace the high of just getting better. Mm-hmm. And you could be chasing the wrong high. So it's just rem- about remembering what you're really after. And uh, that I think was an important lesson learn that's awesome it's really awesome i'm like tearing up because i'm excited for you that's really really cool and the the fact that you you got to tour with brian regan you've been opening for him oh i I mean mean, he's one of our favorites and that's how we actually 
found you. Uh, we saw you at a show in Morristown here in New Jersey a couple years oh, back. Oh my goodness. And wow. It was like, yeah. <laughs> And then we you became, you know, Insta stalkers, and you know, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> Man, um, now that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, speaking of of tearing up, that man has changed my life more than. I mean, this all of this will make him uncomfortable. So, uh, <laughs> thankfully, he's not in the same room as me right now. But, uh, uh, he, I, I. I'm assuming, uh, well, if you're Regan fans, I'll just tell the story. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. He uh, saw me at, at the same festival, uh, but a year, two years earlier, mm-hmm. the same festival that the Late Night Booker saw me at. So uh, that place has, for, has, has like a, a gold mine for yeah, just yeah. me, apparently. Yeah. But, uh, Can't be missing out. I uh, was, I think three and a half or four years into comedy and um it was like my first festival i ever got into and uh i I was still working at a grocery store and i remember checking the lineup every day to see who would be at this festival and then he was announced as the main headliner and i was like this is amazing i can't believe it i'm doing the same festival as brian regan and at the time i never had saw him live so this is um Lucy Fest in Jamestown, New York. Mm-hmm. So I go to the festival and we get to go to all the shows for free. So I'm in the back of the room uh, and Brian, watching Brian just kill it with this new material I've never seen. And it was just like amazing. Uh, and it was like a dream come true. And then I, I had to run over to my show, which made me feel like a million bucks. Cause I was like, wow, I just watched Brian and now I got to go do my show. I felt mm-hmm. so co- cool. And then uh, the same crowd can go to all these shows. So they went from his show to the showcase show I was on. And uh, I get there and I thought the show would have already started and it hadn't yet. And I was like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, well, we heard Brian Regan might be coming to this show. (laughs) And I was like, well, I hope he doesn't. I really don't (laughs) want him to watch me. Uh, I was so... and, And then... They're like, well, we're not sure. It probably won't happen. And then they couldn't hold the show any longer. So the host goes up and I'm the first comic after the host. And I'm like, perfect. If he shows up, it'll be after I'm done and I won't have to like be a nervous wreck. And uh, the host is calling my name and I hear uh, the door next to me open and in comes Brian's tour manager and Brian and they come and sit down and then I hear Steven Rogers and I'm like, well, here we go. (laughs) That's timing. (laughs) So I go on stage. Nobody knows he's in the room, but me and I sweating. I don't sweat on stage. Like I'm so nervous every, like I, when you guys saw me and, and Morristown, like most of my jokes connect to the next joke and it kind of makes sense what I'm talking about. It was like you put uh, an album on shuffle. I'm talking about (laughs) airplanes one second. And then I'm talking about my niece's birthday a a second later. And they're like, what what does this have to do with anything? You were just on a plane a second ago. And like, uh, I'm freaking out in my head, but I'm doing well. And then, uh, they had screens up on the wall of, uh, 
of a picture of me and had all my social media. And I was wearing the same shirt that I was wearing in the picture <laughs> uh, on the screen. So I said, just so everybody knows, I do own more than one shirt. And it killed and got an applause <laughs> break. And it was just enough time for me to gather myself mm-hmm. uh, on what I was even doing. And then I finished the set with more, you know, more of a steady hand. And then I get off stage and I'm like just exhausted relieved and I hit stop on my recorder and I look up and Brian's standing right in front of me. He had gotten up from his seat and came right over. And, uh, he said that was a great set and shook, shook my hand. And, uh, (laughs) I, I was freaking out and you guys will appreciate this. So (laughs) he didn't know I just saw him. So I said, you too. (laughs) (laughs) Take love. Uh, Exactly. He so he laughs, and I'm like, no, I don't mean like that. I mean, I saw your your show, and he laughs again, and he and he says, uh, "Well, great job," and and he goes back and sits down, and I'm just like, that's the first moment in my career where I was like, I can do this. I just Mm -hmm. made Brian Regan laugh, like, yeah, it was a, and then the. Show had ended and he was in the green room talking to all the comedians and I refused to go up to him because I just didn't want to bother him. Like I didn't want to come off like a fanboy or anything. And and uh, he uh, said enough, he stopped me again and said, "Great job." And then later he came out uh, when he was leaving and saw me and and he gave me a line for a joke that I still use. And wow. uh, and then a month later I heard from his manager and I've been working with him ever since. Oh my god! Yeah, that's incredible. It, yeah, incredible. and that that man has taught me more about comedy and and just made me so appreciative and grateful and uh, changed my life. Can't say enough good about him. It's amazing. Well, he, it's like he has that reputation. He's so loved and respected in the industry. You know, and so he's nicer than everybody thinks. It's great. Wow. You don't hear that too often. No, especially, no. you know, you're always afraid. If it's like your hero or someone that you look up to and you meet them and it's like a huge disappointment. So it's like, got to be really cool that he's even better than you could imagine. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, it's made me not want to meet anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you know, pandemic might do that for you. So just, just stay inside. <laughs> great point. <laughs> That's great. Now what, I, I don't mean I don't want to be rude. I don't know what you guys do. We don't either. So at <laughs> <laughs> this point, <laughs> I don't even know what date is. I mean, you got you got the the great pod, but what what else? You were talking about what you guys do. You don't meet people that. So I was I'm interested. Well, I am a stay at home mother as well okay. as an event planner. I own a event planning and party planning company. We do all weddings and parties. So right now we're doing nothing. So it's right. actually very quiet time for me. Man. Well, I, I uh, <laughs> totally understand. You got to have a zoom party, I guess. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that, a lot of brides are doing that. You know, they're just having their, really. yep. Matt, their pastor, whoever, or someone will marry them online and wow. You know, they'll postpone the party part until they can actually have people, but they're, you know, making, making do and, being creative with pretty much everything now, right? Everybody's trying to come up with creative ways to still do normal activities. So, right, bachelor bachelor party's got to be weird right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 
Uh, no. So uh, I guess for me, I actually work at an architecture firm. Oh, wow. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, uh, we are one of Verizon's uh, national ar- architects across the country. So we do a lot of their um, retail locations. Really cool. Well, you you both are you both are doing stuff that I I think is harder than what I do. I don't know what the why I'm the spotlight here. <laughs> I couldn't do either of those things. <laughs> My stuff's very repetitive at some points. So. Oh well, I can see. I can see where you you, you think that. Uh, how do you think I, I tell the same jokes? I hear it all over again. I got to pretend that it's, I'm telling it for the first time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't even think about that, huh? <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, usually I, I'm having, I'm making fun of myself, but I, it's fun to tell jokes. So I'm not uh, smashing on stand up, but it's cool to hear what you guys, and you're doing a pod. That's amazing. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, it has been fun. It's been a year now that we we've been doing it. So yeah, we've been enjoying. Which is crazy. It's been a year, but yes. Wow, I I, uh, I envy you guys. We're I'm not at a year yet with mine. Well, you have to c- celebrate when you do. Yeah, we'll have yeah. a you got you got to plan the party, and then uh, <laughs> Stephanie, you got to wait. No, Dan- Danielle, you've, I'm looking at just I can't see faces. <laughs> yes, I'm only I looking know. at two bars <laughs> of sound. <laughs> I have to be clear. That's the first time I've, I've I can have justify why I said the wrong name. But <laughs> oh, Danielle has the same name. Remember Danielle Stephanie? So it's okay. That's right. <laughs> it was, We're confusing I, you. I, I panicked, <laughs> and it's so it's the first time I haven't felt bad about making no eye contact. So it's really <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, as you mentioned, you have a podcast called Panic Attacking with uh, your co-host Andrew Chavone. Yes. Now, how did you two meet? Uh, we met uh, doing stand-up in New York. Uh, he and I were doing an open mic, which um, I'm not, for people that aren't familiar, open mic is, is really just where you go to try something brand new to, to work out the kinks and say it out loud for the first time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw him for the first time at this mic, and he just made, uh, so funny. and. Uh, really my sense of humor. And I, I messaged him. I, I just, it was the first like time where I had a, a comedy crush on somebody that I, what was like at the same level as. So I, <laughs> I just messaged him. I'm like, Hey man, you're, you're great. Hope to run into you at another mic or something. And then, uh, he was probably too nervous and didn't message me back for three weeks. And then, uh, <laughs> Uh, eventually we started doing shows together and, and then we, w- we went out for dinner one night and just talked comedy and joking around. And then we would do more shows together. And I was like, this is a guy that would be just fun to do a show with. Mm-hmm. It's like the, we hang and talk and we make each other laugh super hard. And then he came to my Colbert, uh, Colbert taping. And, uh, right around then is when we started doing the, uh, the podcast. So it, uh, it's been a good friendship. That's really cool because you guys are going through everything kind of the same pace, right? If you guys started out around the same time, and yes, yes, and uh, he's very uh, successful on Twitter. He uh, he often blows up on on Twitter or Instagram with these killer jokes, and he uh, has a lot of followers. He's an amazing joke writer. And a terrible egg cooker. Like I said, I, <laughs> I listened to the last episode. And when he, he was saying that, all I could picture was 
Peppermint Patty and Marcy and Charlie Brown. <laughs> and she's just trying to get her to make the eggs. And just yeah. every time it was wrong. And I was just like, oh, my God, what is this boy doing? Pepper and yeah. salt? And like, no. I, uh, <laughs> I refuse to uh, to tell him or anyone how to cook. But uh, that was one of the few times where I was like, I think you're missing some steps. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> You're yeah. like, I, I think I put the butter in there. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. Yes, put something in there. Oh I, my god. I I always I'm always afraid of correcting somebody and then being yeah. wrong. But it was like, <laughs> now I've been ma- all I've been doing is making eggs. <laughs> There's right. nothing left. <laughs> well, you can't be that guy that sides with the girlfriend either, you know. So that's you're true. Like, oh, yeah. Very good point. <laughs> oh my gosh. So. Everybody's been in this lockdown. Have you watched or binged anything during all of this that you loved, you hated, you recommend? Um, I have been watching more stand-up than I have in a long time. Because um, I've had this, like I mentioned, I'm kind of jonesing. I've had this separation from it. Mm-hmm. So I've watched uh, some of my favorite specials, uh, including I Walked on the Moon, which is my favorite Regan special. Um, and, uh, a lot of stand up and all mostly Netflix or, or albums on Spotify. But, uh, my girlfriend and I have been watching, we, we burned through love is blind. Oh, uh, I made Danielle oh, watch here. it. Yeah. Yep. Man, which, uh, <laughs> was just, you know, sometimes you, you watch something to feel good about yourself. And that was certainly one of those cases. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and then, uh, Prodigal Son. Which oh, I'm watching that right now. I love that show. That's a good good watch. And then... Um, is that the one with the Jesus from uh, Walking yes, Dead? Okay. it is. <laughs> like, that's why. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, um, I, I can't remember his name. Uh, I think but he's the like main the main character. character. He played Jesus yeah. on The Walking Dead. He did? Yes. Mm-hmm. But he just has short hair. Yeah, oh. yeah, very unrecognizable at this point. Well, I I can tell how far behind on Walking Dead yeah. I am. I didn't. <laughs> no, no spoilers. Oh <laughs> no, no, don't worry they about it. They found Jesus. <laughs> they found Jesus on the Walking Dead. Yep. Man, they ran out of plots on that yeah. show. <laughs> They're gonna find Jimmy Hoffa in yeah. the next season. <laughs> it'll it'll be like a crossover, you know. True, true detective <laughs> yeah. and. Uh, yeah. Walking Dead. Oh my God. Uh, and then the perfect thing, well, well, we watch HGTV, me and my girlfriend, every mm-hmm. day, all day. Because um, it's the only thing, uh, only channel that has marathons that don't make you uh, as sad. Because, yeah. Because <laughs> at the end of each episode, you know they're going to have a house that they love. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's nice to see people have what you'll never uh, have. <laughs> 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 there's no way i'm having a house with that many <laughs> islands yeah <laughs> i don't know why every time i've seen it like in canada all their houses like our budget is two million dollars i'm like yeah. what? why how what is going on is the exchange like, rate that much different i don't, I don't know <laughs> I, I i mean it's unbelievable the the canadian episodes it's yeah. just like wow and, and healthcare. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something in the water over over there. Yeah, that's. Uh, what have you guys been watching? Uh, oh gosh. Well, I whoa. mean, I said I've prodigal son there. Yeah, I know. In, so many things unison. I can't keep track. 
<laughs> Whatever it is, it's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> no, it it's is. the children that are exhausting. That's the, <laughs> if I get to watch something, I'm like, just want it to be stupid. Oh, well, <sighs> it, I'll send you a video of my stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, for me, I was prodigal son, so I've got that going. Yeah. Um, uh, we watched The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> that okay. was pretty good. <laughs> I have yet to watch that. It's, oh, it's fantastic. Okay, great. Um, and then actually, I just turned my parents onto this one, The Good Place. Okay. Was, uh, was it um, Ted, Ted Danson? Danson? Yes. Bell. That's a good one. See, I... Um, we, we went through Cheers, so it's going to take me a while before I can... Uh, <laughs> He's got a whole career ahead of you to get yeah. I'm, I'm dedicating my whole life to Ted Danson's <laughs> career here, because I'm, I'm, I'm burning through uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm as well. Oh, well, you haven't uh, even touched CSI, so I mean... He was know. in CSI? <laughs> yes. Oh, God. And then, you know, he's in CSI, Jesus is on The Walking Dead. You have a lot to kind of jump on. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of crossovers here. <laughs> Uh, amazing yeah we just started i've i've seen the sopranos but my husband actually hasn't so we started watching that and uh schitt's creek because we were okay. behind on the schitt's creek here my uh my parents are watching sopranos all the way through for maybe the seventh time yeah. <laughs> and uh you know if it was a show that was any worse i would judge them yeah but uh i'll give them i'll give them the sopranos yeah. but it's like I wonder if they're watching it thinking that somebody's going to get away. Yeah. <laughs> <Did> something <laughs> changes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, what do you think? They finished the finale? Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You see Tony's actually like ordering, you know, food for everybody. And- <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, um, man. Yeah. No, there's, there's been so much. I mean, we also watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, like regularly. Uh, that's. One of my favorite shows of all time. It's so good. It's just so clever and light and fun and very light, very fun. That's my favorite type of comedy. Yeah, is a light and fun show. I, I uh, everybody loves Raymond uh, and Brooklyn Nine Nine are probably two of my favorite sitcoms of all time. Great! I'm so glad that they like saved it because when they were talking about it was going away, I was, we were devastated. Like, what? How could it go away? This show's won awards. Like, everybody's perfectly cast for that show. It's just I know. I was on the bus with Brian when we found <laughs> that out, and uh, I could tell he has a. I don't think he's watched it by the difference of how upset I was <laughs> to how confused he was. <laughs> <laughs> by how I upset just I was. The confused face that he makes too. So it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's very similar. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad it's back. I love that show. Oh, it's great. But uh, yeah, so just been for for us. That's just like the light stuff we like to watch. And then every once in a while, I throw in like a murder show, and my husband's always like, "What are you up to? <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> are, you, are you plotting something? Should I be worried?" Yeah. <laughs> No, you're just showing them how it could be worse. It could That's be worse. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you could be like, look, I'm not as bad as this crazy woman. Yeah. Look, look at what she did to this guy. <laughs> but I know her secrets, so. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my girlfriend and I, we like, we will, will lo- we love, the, I mean, Prodigal Son's a good example, but we love the, we burn through criminal minds. We burn mm-hmm. through these, these criminal shows and it's, interesting how uh fascinating these shows can be and then you go back to being the most nervous wreck of a person 
like myself. I right. uh, I have I actually block my door if we watch too many episodes. I put stuff in front of the door. Well, I mean, what's her face did that in one of the Criminal Minds episodes? She put the chair in front of the door because she thought she would hear them break the glass or whatever. So I've done that yeah. a few times too. My husband's yeah. away. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna put this chair here and. Yeah, I actually did a joke about it in my Colbert because it became so much that I would I I have I keep my apartment messy so people yeah. will. Tr- <laughs> If they break in, they'll, they'll trip. So it's really <laughs> because of the thing. It's because of the show, the shows I watch. So when this lockdown's over, what is the first thing you're going to do? I'm going on stage immediately. Uh, if I can, if I can, if I can make that work, make that happen. <laughs> um, I, I want to be respectful and I want to do it right. I don't want to scare anybody. You know, you got to follow whatever rules come after this to, to ease out of, of uh, these times. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm trying to be cautiously optimistic. Like I'm sure when we get out of this, it will be back to 10 people at a time and, uh, and, and buildings. And then it will slowly grow as we get a better handle on it. But, as soon as the club is open and they'll have me, I'll be on that stage. Uh, and I can't wait. That's all I'm all I'm missing right now. That's good that you're keeping it, you know, going online and doing all that and writing and still being productive, you know. Yes, I uh, I don't know how. I mean, I I talk. I get a. I go to therapy. She's a she's a saint of a person. She deals with so much just in the one hour she has to talk to me, but, uh, we talk about, uh, you know, you gotta give yourself some grace during times like this and, and not go too nuts on the being productive scale. Right. But, uh, I'm someone that needs to constantly be writing or I feel like I don't, uh, want to be a comedian as much as I used to. So I'm always writing and always trying to work on something and I still want to make this album. So hopefully, uh, We'll be back, and I can get back to work and doing what I love. And we can't wait for that. <laughs> ah, thank you. You're you're too kind. <laughs> you're, you're both spoiling me. <laughs> and now it's time for something to know. Humans laughed before they spoke. Some scientists believe that laughter was used as a way for humans to relate to one another millions of years before they developed the lung strength for language. The mechanism of laughter is so ingrained in our brains that babies as young as 17 days old have been observed doing it. In fact, children born blind and deaf still have the ability to laugh. And now you know. And something that should bring a smile to your face, Buzzsprout. It's super simple and gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. All you need is some gear and a nice quiet space to record from. If you already have gear in a space and you want to upgrade, Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. If you sign up, you'll get a great-looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop right into other sites, and much more. Following the link in our show notes lets Buzzsprout know we sent you, gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and helps support our show. Podcasting isn't hard, especially when you have the right partners, like Buzzsprout. The team there is passionate about helping you succeed, and if we can do it, so So can can you. you. So uh, we like to do this little segment here, Would You Rather? Okay. So we have questions of would you rather this or that? Okay. 
So I'm going to pull up my little bowl of would you rather questions here. Ooh, we got props. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Could I get a drink? <laughs> if you were in our studio, yes, you could. Yeah. We have everything. <laughs> we were talking about that. She's, we've got blankets. We've got cats. We've got. <laughs> oh, wow. Man, you guys give away <laughs> We've really got all sorts of albums. <laughs> <laughs> I leave with a, with a toaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, like you know, has really, she has really good Christmas decorations. If you're around the holidays, yes, you know, all all <laughs> oh, perfect! Thank you. I, uh, I, I, I feel weird without a seltzer. So if you can <laughs> put one, we'll just pass that through the mic you. for you. Perfect. <laughs> so, uh, I guess you know New York City. So in your city, would you rather there be a perpetual water balloon fight or a perpetual food fight? Oh man. <laughs> I'd go with a water balloon fight. And here's because there's so many food carts. The food is going to stay hot. <laughs> you know, it, it's not, we're not going to hit with anything cold. No, in, hot, in New hot, York. hot nuts to the face does not sound pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've heard stories, but uh, I, like, uh, I just feel like getting hit with like a scolding hot dog, like, uh, I should be scolding hot hot dog, I guess, but that I took a word yeah. out, man. Uh, you know what? Give me my line again. No, um, no, but like the food's so hot in New York, like you get hit with like a falafel. It's all it's all going to be you're going to have burn marks in the shape of a menu. You know, <laughs> I don't want to. I'm going to have the food Nobody pyramid on my skin. <laughs> so I, I'd want a water balloon fight for sure. Yeah, that that definitely sounds better than scolding hot food. Yes. So, how about would you rather fight one hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Danielle's in a fighting mode here. What are we fighting? <laughs> Man, I, she, the, the I last one's going to be people. like the last one's going to be. Here's my address. Come over and fight me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I need interaction. I might have <laughs> a nightmare now. Think about a one-horse-sized duck. Like this is like <laughs> creepy. Pretty scary. I, that uh, you know. We, What's really scary is the the cop that will be riding the horse sized duck. <laughs> Probably. Because they'll have flight. Um, <laughs> until somebody has bread. And then it would. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I guess I would fight the. Oh, man. I, I, I'd probably want to fight the horse sized duck because a hundred of anything. It's terrifying. Mm hmm. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go with the horse-sized duck, and I'll just do the bread move. And, uh, yeah, and then that's and, a, one whole loaf of bread, just chuck it right yeah. in there. Yeah, and then if I win, I'll be set for life on food. I mean, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> all, the French, all the French cuisine you can have. Exactly. It's either that or just a hundred drops of glue. So I, <laughs> <laughs> all right, that was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, alright so would you wather, oh gosh, wather. would you uh, <laughs> the ducks wait, coming out are you, are you Elmer Fudd in disguise is that why you're asking would you rather drop an anvil or paint paint a boulder to make it look like a tunnel oh god definitely the boulder borrow the, the TNT from Wiley yeah uh. <laughs> Uh, okay, here we go. One more time. Would you rather have a dragon or be a dragon? Oh, man. That's a good one. 
I'd rather have a dragon. Uh, yeah, definitely rather have a dragon. I want a pet, and I want to. I want travel to be easier. So if I can travel with my pet, that'd be be great. Wait, is this a flightless dragon? Uh, any dragon you want. I any think dragon flight would I be want. included. All right, great. Then I want a dragon for sure. All right. But would you wait? Would you want it to fly so you don't have to travel on airplane? Yeah, I'd want it to fly so I can travel with my pet and no one would give and me that, crap. Like okay. I can't. I don't have to say this is my anxiety dragon. It would just fly me. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah. Would that be allowed on the plane? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, wait, is this a horse-sized dragon or a duck-sized dragon? <laughs> 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 well, or a dragon-sized duck? Once again. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. God. All the options. Seriously, the nightmares tonight are going to be real. <laughs> uh, all right, we can do uh, one more, I guess. Um, would you rather have a time machine that only goes back in time or a time machine that only goes forward in time? Nightcrawler. Well, Nightcrawler Almost. never went through <laughs> no time. time <laughs> He's just a teleporter. So yeah. He has a time traveling aspect to it. I'm going to... Uh, I have to I have to play the game, but I will say in real life I'd want neither. No, you know what? I'll take that back twice. I uh I'd want to go back in time, but I wouldn't go to my past. I'd go see bands that I love that are uh no longer alive or uh together. I'd go see like the Beatles or the Stones back in the heyday or Oh. Um I'm a huge concert fan. So I think I would just use the time machine to go to concerts. Well, that's, that's fair. Cool. I wouldn't have thought of just like going to a specific event or anything, just kind of going back in time in general. Yeah. Well, you know, mm. you get it. If you want to get nerdy, like I often do, I, I wouldn't want to mess with my past uh, or any, yeah, any past thing. So I would just buy a ticket and go to, go to the concert. <laughs> you would go back in time to buy a ticket. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that interesting? All right. Yeah. What if I went back in time, but I didn't go all the way to the location of the show, so I had to buy a flight to the place and then a ticket? <laughs> I didn't calculate this right at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely back in time for concerts or comedy shows. I'd love to have seen Richard Pryor or, or Carlin um. or Dangerfield. Yeah. Um, or Robin Williams, like, or Ellen when uh, she was doing it back in the day. Or The Tonight Show. Oh, my comedy nerd is, is going in overdrive here. <laughs> it just, hit, my, my nerdiness just hit 88 miles per hour. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely back in time. Cool. All right, well, that just about wraps up our episode. Uh, Steven, thank you so much for being here. Really, we appreciate so much taking the time. Oh, of course. Thank you for having me. I had so much fun. Thank you, Stephanie and Danielle Stephanie. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where can uh, the people or the spam bots find you online? <laughs> <laughs> um, they can find me at, uh, I mean, uh, hopefully soon my tour dates will be on stevenrogerscomedy.com. Uh, it has, you know, whatever club I'm going to be in or next time I'm with Brian. And um my podcast comes out every Monday, uh, and it's uh, Panic Attacking Podcast. It's on Spotify, Twitter, not Twitter, but uh, what is it? iTunes. I just became a, my dad with naming websites. <laughs> uh, and then we do 
I'm still doing stand-up just on Zoom. That will be every second and fourth Saturday um, with uh, Panic Attacking. You can just find that on my uh, Instagram or Twitter, which is at NotSteveRogers. Great. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Feel free to share us with someone you know. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter at this, that underscore pod, or visit our website, thisthatpod.com. And remember, with friends, anything is possible. Bye. This, That, and the Other Thing with Danielle Messina and Stephanie Rossi is recorded at Landbridge Records. Special thanks to Rigby for providing our theme song and incidentals. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter at this, that, underscore pod, and our website, thisthatpod.com. That was not a real bye. That was just a bye. <laughs> I had a feeling. I was just like, I, the podcaster in me was like, be quiet because they're, they're hitting the stop button. I like how it says Stephanie, Danielle Stephanie, like if, as if your name is Danielle Stephanie. <laughs> Danielle, your last name isn't Stephanie, is it? Or is, okay. No, we were just okay. talking about that. Okay. No, it is All not. Right. Just, I was like, yeah. wow. So convenient. That was too long. I'm sorry. If you want to find somebody else, I totally understand.